listen to the podcast way too spooky. <laughs> Hey, we're on. We're, we're here we are. Welcome. Take a piss, but whatever. No, you're not going anywhere. Like, to 55 our new guest, like... our new guest is already trying to get out of this, but he's not going to. Because he's Welcome. afraid what this could. Creeps and creatures. I am being held against my will. <laughs> <laughs> Creeps and creatures. Welcome back to episode five of Way Too Spooky. We made it. Episode five. We're here. Five That's two it. below the Howling Seven, the seventh sequel. Exactly. That's really good. I am your. Episode. We're getting there. I'm your host, Connor. The quality has not dipped one bit. Co-host Chris. How you doing, Chris? Good. Connor, thank you. Have, thank you for having me. Super fan. Brad is back. Hey, Brad. Back at it. Yeah. And uh, Kareem, welcome to the podcast of Way Too Spooky. Thanks for coming. You're not going anywhere. Don't even try. Okay? I feel like I'm trapped in a bar in Mexico. Yes, which leads us into our movie. Don't you dare say that. We have Kareem and Brad on because this is a special movie, uh, near and dear to our heart, mm. uh, a classic for sure. Uh, from we've watched, dusk, we've watched it so many times. It's from Dust Till Dawn. The Robert Rodriguez fam- film. Everyone probably thinks is a Quentin Tarantino film, but it's right. actually it's both. Robert Rodriguez directed it, right? Well, but. yeah. Well, that that's a good question. I was a, I used to be on. The assumption that it was half directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And then the back half was directed by yeah. Roger. So that is true. So so my understanding of the movie is that Quentin Tarantino wrote it. Yeah. And he wrote it though as though it was to look like a Quentin Tarantino film the first half. Right. And then a lot of gave, dialogue. And then he gave Robert Rodriguez yeah. the creative control to make the second half. So it's as though you're watch, walking into a movie store which don't exist anymore, but right. a blockbuster, a West Coast video, oh, or right. a mom and pop shop, right? And you walk in, it's like you're going to the action section, right? and you're going a to the horror section. The adult section. Yeah. So that, it's, it is essentially two, two known directors now that have made this movie, and it's yeah, pretty awesome. And I've talked to other people who've watched this movie, and this would be like pre-internet. That's how I was baptized in this movie. I was actually watching it like it was a good thriller. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like a heist movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was interesting. And then, boy, did it take a turn. There's there the are second no, half of the movie, which I don't know if that makes it better in the long there run. Are no but, like, he, they totally fucked up this movie in a sense that it's a horror movie now because that's why we're talking about right. it. And there's a lot to it's unpack. Awesome horror movie. There, it's great. There's, I still love it. Like, I love this movie. Holds up real well. And there's a lot to unpack here. This is why sure. we invited two of our guests. Experts, One, yeah. you know, uh, Brad, the expert creeper monster. He's the monster, the creeper monster. Expert. I'm not a creeper, yeah. but yeah, I got well, it. Well, Kareem we have on because there's a very famous strip club in this movie called the Titty Twister. He and he's, I think he's been to like every single strip club from here to Maine. Uh, anywhere really so that's oh, that's have, the only reason have why you ever been to the titty twister <laughs> no <laughs> got nothing. no comment i got nothing <laughs> i got nothing for you that, i'm trying hard, to yes that's a hard i lost yes. count i was lost in my count yeah. oh he said which titty twister that's, well, well uh, they got everything there they got smelly buzzies, digging <laughs> pussy. And if anybody who's seen this movie knows exactly what we're talking about but let's get Cheech right Mary. into it 
Uh, Chris, you have some facts about this. Yeah, movie. let's just do the quick facts real quick on the movie. Uh, give me one moment as I try to pull this up. But at, the movie is Dust Till Dawn, from Dust Till Dawn. Um, it had a budget of nineteen million. Which, if my understanding, if I if I read this correctly, which I didn't know this until a few years later, but they one of the few movies that employed a non-union uh, production crew, mm-hmm. which was very rare for a budget of that size, and so yeah. they got a lot of fa- uh, you know, if, I guess bad feedback from that. They shouldn't right. have done that, but it was one of the few movies with a budget like that that would that would employ it. Um, it depends little... on where it was filmed too. I don't know where it was, it was filmed, filmed in Barstow, California. California. Was it really mm. in the desert? Wow, so nineteen a... million dollar budget. Uh, we know another movie filmed in Barstow. And we'll get to there's that a lot one of connection day. to that, isn't yeah. there? I <laughs> uh, made a box office almost about sixty million dollars, so it did pretty well. And I think it spawned uh, two sequels and a television show. Right now, would you yeah. say this is a cult classic? Yeah, oh, I would say absolutely. So, definitely. I, really I don't know like if it got movie. classified as one, but to yeah. us, it is. I mean, you don't make a series off of a movie that nobody would watch. They yeah. literally years later went back and made. The, the what are they, the Gecko Brothers? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, I mean, the they second made, the was, second one that stars the T one thousand was it Robert Patrick? That right. one that one sucks too. It's a bank. Oddly enough, uh, Danny Trejo's back in it, but he dies in the first one. Well, Danny Trejo just appears. Yeah. I think he sets a record he's for just, just appearing like in so many standard. He's just like your average run of the mill like benchmark vampire, I guess, because he's like in every one. I think. And he, the character he plays in this movie is, I think, it's like his real background. He was like, uh, you he worked. Know, he, wasn't he, a he was in jail. He literally lived that lifestyle for so long, and then he just got a bunch of these different roles in there. But when you say you, lifestyle, do you mean vampirism? Yes. In case you didn't know, this is a vampire movie, which caught me by surprise too. Now, Kareem, are anybody you, was watching was kind of like, "Oh, this is a this is a vampire movie." Kareem, are you uh, into vampirism? <laughs> vampirism. <laughs> well, you must be into vampirism. You you frequent the, the titty Kareem. Twister. Don't worry, we're gonna get to the actual titty twister part where we can just talk about the strip. So club. let me just go over the cast real quick. He's a little uh, Mike shy right now. The uh, the cast of the movie is no, he's just he's just saving up. He's got a lot of information towards the tail end. Because once he starts, he once he starts, he doesn't, doesn't stop. Yeah, we're not gonna get any more. Movie. <laughs> but, yeah, we, uh, we we literally can't let. So him the movie starts stars ha- Harvey Keitel. He's Help cha- me. He's, George, chained. He's chained to the George Help Clooney. Me. George Clooney. Uh, Juliette Lewis. Quentin Tarantino. Right. Salma Hayek. I mean, there's a lot of actors and yeah. actresses in this. The George Clooney was he Batman yet before this? No, this is his first movie. He he just he was only in ER, right? If I understand it correctly, this was his first movie. He got really, really into ER. He became yeah. like the he was like the '90s McDreamier uh, McSteamy. The movie that show was so fake. Yeah, well, and like then he got into this. No yeah. Can you imagine? Like eight. So I just said what? Eight, Nineteen million dollars to make this movie. There's yeah. no way you're making this movie in today's day and age with George Clooney on your cast. No. That guy demands like fifty million dollars per movie. Yeah. So this was before he was big. Because I was going to say, I don't think you go from Batman, which his Batman sucked. Well, real quick, let me just round it out. There's Tom Savini, who's Sex Machine, one of my favorite characters. (laughs) Oh, top notch. Fred Williamson, who's Frost. Uh, Yes. He's he's, (laughs) He's the Vietnam vet. He's the Vietnam vet. (laughs) He's amazing, too. Cheech Marin's in like three different roles in this movie, which is pretty awesome. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I think I, I went through main, mainly. Oh, and then Ernest Lewis, Scott Fuller, he's the uh, the token Asian boy in this movie. He's just the uh, adopted son. He's yeah. a good character, though. I like him. He goes well. I like the way. Did you say Julia Lewis? She Did was I say Julia, maybe? yeah, because she looked fantastic in this. In all honesty, she that's, doesn't. She doesn't age in a way. I, I think that's really when Brad Pitt not. dated her. Right, that was yeah. her claim to fame. Yeah. I have not seen I, any I, movies I, since. Uh, I I don't recall seeing that on the front of my mom's People magazine in 1996, but So let's get into it, you, right? You so Kareem, stuff. what do you remember Food about this movie? You watched it recently. What do you uh Guys, I've made a deal with my captors. 
They said if I did this podcast, they'd let me go. <laughs> you ain't you ain't going nowhere unless you unless you start talking. <laughs> you understand me? We didn't invite you on this until, to, to have you just sit here in, in silence. You understand me? You know what? Why don't Why don't we take a step back then, Cream? Why don't you give us your thoughts on the movie? Did you think it was a good wait? There's a I rating. Know, we're going to your rating scale. All right, good, good, we, we, good, we do, we do good it at idea. the end. We do it at the end, right? We do. No. We do it at the end. We're gonna dis. We're gonna. There's a. There's a spookless, which was a dud. There was not spooky, which it had an listeners. element of a spooky. Not too spooky. Oh, excuse me, not too spooky. Then there was spooky. It was good. It's getting there. Then way too spooky. But before we rate that, did you think this was a good movie? I just want to say my rating can be bought. Okay. It can. My, ra- my rating can be and bought. We plan, I'm sorry. We did you like this do movie? Do you think it's a good movie? Would you recommend it to your listeners? If my listener is my father-in-law, no. Yeah. Well, okay. Are you worried about him? Yeah. What about the creeps and creatures <laughs> out there listening right now? Kareem? No, honestly, this movie, um, like Chris said, is pretty nostalgic. I remember yeah. uh, basically every day after high school watching the best part of the movie, which is literally 50% through the movie. Yeah. And how <laughs> ridiculous that scene is. Yeah. Uh, you guys were talking about what it would – like this film is kind of – Grabbing two movies from different aisles of a video store, aka a, uh, you know a double feature, which is genius. It's like a grindhouse. Another one of Tarantino's. Like but this is the the the, the the surprise of what happens in this movie. If if you've never heard it, is is ridiculous. Yeah. Can I ask you like just while That's we're a good comparing, way to while we're comparing that. twists? Do you think it's on the same level? Or more of a twist than M. Night Shyamalan classic, The Happening. Jesus. Plants kill people. Uh, R.I.P. M. Night. I think when you, I think, I think, I think when you meant to say a twist on something, you're about the titty twister. Which is the. Do we want to get into the titty twister? Yeah. So anybody who's watched this movie. I guess that is my expertise. Well, you know, let me just start off. Let me just state something that with the the first 45 minutes of the movie, again, very Quentin Tarantino esque. Awesome. It's actually a really good yeah, movie. Really like, good. I want to know more. Yeah. And yet I've tried to think past the 45 minutes that I've watched and said, like, well, how would I finish this movie if it wasn't a vampire movie? Yeah. And I have absolutely no idea. Oh, yeah. This movie can't end order. any other way than through being a vampire movie at the very end. So, long story short, Harvey Keitel, he's a former preacher. He's in an RV with his two, two kids. They're just, I don't know where they're going, but George Clooney... And Quentin Tarantino kind of hijacked their uh, RV. They hold them hostage. It's violent. It's a very, now that you know Quentin Tarantino is all about, um, very weird, very well done. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is a f- fucking creep in this movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely he is, is, and I don't know, like, he, <laughs> he plays himself into these roles that, like, is he this creep? He's is gotta he so be. weird? He's he got to be, be somewhat of a creep. To, to write these roles for I love himself. his voice. He is. But he's so weird. Come and over here and sit on the bed. The relationship between... Yes. The relationship between him and his brother, George Clooney, in this movie, who's the the, <laughs> the the one who's got his head on straight. Hey, Richie, would you do me a favor and eat my pussy? Eat my- <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So Quentin Tarantino is an absolute psychopath in this movie. And George Clooney is just a professional thief. But it's so weird to watch. Richie's yeah. a sex offender and... Uh, Nobody... And- Nobody you want to root for, 
but somehow they end up on the same team at the end when they're trying to fight off all the vampires. Well, they're brothers. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but even like the, even the family they kidnapped, Harvey Keitel and the two kids, uh, you know, creepy. You're rooting for Harvey Keitel the whole time. <laughs> yeah. You're rooting for you're like, oh, he wow, I hope they make it to Mexico. I hope they make it to Mexico, yeah. drop them <laughs> off, and they uphold their end of the deal right. where they just let them go. Mm-hmm. But then they go into this, this awesome establishment that I'd probably go into called the Titty Twist. Absolutely. Which we'll get well, just in just a moment. We actually we'll can go in there, but there's but a reason. What 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 strikes me as so odd about this 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 bar is that it's it's, it's so inviting to the I guess the common man of the '90s, right? Yeah, it's a strip club. A lot of neon. With, I mean, beautiful women. Don't don't get me wrong. They're just they're they're beautiful strippers, and it's everyone has some one one thing in common in this movie is that they're all just kind of pigs. They're there, but you think that if they're a vampire bar, that eventually they run out of people that want to come to this bar. Like, what don't they think that there's, hey, a hundred people went missing last night and they all went to this one bar? Don't people right. talk? Like why would people keep? No, I think they added that context, and it's like people go missing in Mexico all the time. Exactly. Here they are. Yeah, this is in America. I have to agree with you. The bar is completely packed. It's 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 packed. And it's great when they walk in. Oh man, I I love it. George Clooney's face. This is my kind of bar. And I have to agree with you. And And that fight, the guy's like punching the guy out, and he's just the face he looks. He's like. The dancers are tens. The dancers are tens. They are. Yeah. This is a are. this is a this is a main Vegas strip bar right here. Yeah. This is just planned in, Me- in in Mexico. Yeah. We would totally end up at the Titty Twister without a doubt. Even when they turned, I'd probably come back like the next day or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I consider it was. Like, oh, that, that place was a lot of fun. I'm like, I'm, I think I'm gonna go back. I mean, there. I consider Salma Hayek. It was a Wednesday. Vampire Salma Hayek. She's a ten. Yes. Vampire Salma Hayek. She's an eight. <laughs> Selma Hayek was a smoke show in this movie, and she was kind of like the portrait, right? She was like the vampire yep. to come out, and that's she was the first uh, human to turn into a vampire, and like her body was perfect. This was like what ninety six. It was like yeah. vintage Selma Hayek, and so <laughs> I don't know when the hell yeah, beautiful, beautiful woman she was, yeah. and yeah, then she, she, turned, she turned into the ugliest vampire, beautiful woman. She turned into the ugly. She she turned into the ugliest yeah. vampire of all. She turned into the equivalent of the Cleveland Brown uniforms. Yeah, awesome uniform, but, terrible helmet. You know, but you know what? So do you guys know? So do you guys know she was? She actually has a fear of snakes. Yeah, I read that. You told me. That. So yeah. she comes down in this, in this scene. She's the top showgirl of the night. So, she I think Cheech introduces her. You see her silhouette. And as she comes out, she has this 11-foot yellow python. I think they call him banana. Banana uh, snake. It has right? a name? Oh, it's a yellow snake. <laughs> Wait, you say yeah. the snake's name is banana? We, Kareem, no, we, we, like, uh, we didn't have time a... to get our snake expert on the podcast yeah, as shit. well. <laughs> so so <laughs> Selma... He was, he was booked tonight. <laughs> so Selma comes down. Yeah. She's got this python around her neck. And apparently, she is deathly afraid of snakes. So when she was reading the script, Quentin Tarantino was like... She was like, I'm in. I like this role. And... Tarantino's like, oh, by the way, you have an 11-foot python around your neck. So apparently she worked with uh, some type of psychologist or, or therapist to kind of use hypnosis and kind of like get out of her body just to be able to have that thing wrapped around your ne- her neck. And if you watch it, the thing is curling around its neck. Yeah, ready it's to so I read that and, and she kind of looks like she's in a different place. And, right and, and she takes it and and – Kind of unhinges it from yeah. her neck. And Are we it just, just adds talking a, about a snake? 
Well, there's something to be said about that. Oh, yeah. it just makes a scene a hundred percent. Listen, if you've never seen the scene, if you've never seen the movie, this is the scene that makes and, it a double feature. And Quint, I, I, it's who the turn. Kn- and who knows if this is true, but Quentin Tarantino apparently has a foot fetish, and he wrote in the scene where she's like pouring down the tequila down her leg, and she puts his That's foot. That's a good dude. He does another scene with feet yeah. too. So I, have a weird, I, have a question, I think though. he's I, a weirdo. I, I think have a weird question. I'm not judging him on his fetish, but he plays these I, roles that he like. I've heard it. You're a hitman. You're not married. All right, you have no kids, you're a hitman, and you're at a, at, a, at the titty twister and a, and a vampire that, that looks like that. You don't know it's a vampire. She comes yeah. and she pours, what, tequila down her leg like that and puts your foot in your mouth. Yeah, Selma Hayek? Of course. Yeah. Dude, Selma Hayek. Of course. Dude, the moment she turns into a vampire, I would just put a bag over her head and be like, keep keep doing your thing, girl. <laughs> like, I would let her even give me a shirt. She was so hot and her face was so ugly when she turned into a vampire. I would just put the bag over her and, bo- and you hear her hissing, right? I'm like, that's all right. Just shut the fuck up. It's a little bit. And keep dancing. A, well, first off, if, if everyone's not realized this, but the first 45 minutes, we're not going to really discuss <laughs> this movie. It's it's a good movie. Uh, it's a great caper. It's, it's uh, great. People die. It's good, but it's actually a, pretty. No, it's the, really good. Let's, it is, but the yeah. meat and the potatoes of this movie it's are the second half. It's the second half. It's on the back oh, nine yeah. of this movie. This is like sure. a this is like one of those little starter salads you get. Yeah. In the beginning. Absolutely. For what comes at the end. Yeah. It's like a yeah. T-bone steak, right? Uh, T-bone, or I was thinking prime rib. But Sal Hack, when there's a point when she's she's stepping on George Clooney and she's like, "You're going to be my footstool." Mm-hmm. If I were him, I would right. be like, "Yeah, okay." Go ahead, do whatever the hell you need to do. But you, yeah. you are also a gimp, so I am a gimp. That's true. But that's uh, when all this chaos breaks out and they all turn into vampires. You're introduced pro- to probably one of the two greatest characters of all time, of all time, which is uh, Fred Williamson, which is the ex Vietnam vet, right? Yep. And uh, I think they call him Frost. In that Frost. Movie. He's the yep. man. And then there's the guy. Uh, his you find out later, his name's Sex Machine. Yep. Right, and that's the. <laughs> I remember just cracking up so hard when <laughs> when then shit broke out what it, i don't even think shit broke out yet uh somebody tried to grab his beer and he had like a revolving cock gun that just shot out it oh, actually makes no sense yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> barrels aren't even attached to the to like the i guess the where, the bullets, the, where the bullets they are. exist that exists that exists oh, well i want one <laughs> so brad did, any of my creeps and creatures brad did his research on this and if yeah, if you've definitely seen this movie, you know exactly what we're talking about. Go out about. and buy a cock gun for yourself. Yeah, I, I, but I, it's got the chambers look like where the balls would be. I say, and you guys then like do the a barrel, giveaway. the gun just comes. Out. We're gonna do a cock gun giveaway. I, I literally have one note written about this contraption, and my question is: <laughs> Look, how the fuck does Sex Machine control his crotch gun? <laughs> He is proficient with well, it. He oh, no, kills he's got, a dude. He's probably got great abs. Well, he's probably wait, all me, No me, handed. He just contracts. I, I think I can hit you. Is he using like Connor's abs? You see these things? Yeah. Is, he using his, is he using his Kegel muscles? That's well, a great question. It's, well, and that's why I think we got to point into the fact that this is Tom Savini, right? This guy, if anyone in common horror can do it, yeah. it's Tom Savini. That guy deserves to have a cock on. Dude, he did Day of the Dead. Uh, I didn't know what Dead. a big deal he was. He's done a lot of movies. Dude, Dawn of the Dead, that movie scared me. We He's done the Friday the 13th series. I'm sure, I don't know if he was the special effects uh, person for this movie specifically, Yeah, but I'm sure he had a hand in a lot of it. It's at least at least his vampire version of himself. I mean, what it was like a rat of some sort, but it's... What he becomes? Yeah. It was awesome. I mean... Like, the, guy, the special effects were fantastic. Yeah, these I aren't like pretty that. vampires who just get you like know long what? teeth. The makeup was they on turned into like beasts. For that year it, it came point. out, the makeup yeah. was on point. And I started thinking about... You know what else I think about with this film? Like, and I was thinking about like really a fair amount today is like, when I stop and I think of vampire films, and I think of like really good ones, like John Carpenter's Vampires, awesome movie. 
Blade. I love Blade. I really do. But this is like one of the immediate top three that comes to mind. Absolutely. From Dust Till Dawn yeah. is a... And Connor, I think you hit it earlier, like nail on the head. The movie starts off in one way, and it's the twist that absolutely kicks the scene. It was the titty twister twist. It's crazy. (laughs) It just becomes such a different film. And I think that that's what's so enjoyable about this because, like, you're so invested in these characters by the time they get there, (laughs) when they start getting eaten, you actually don't give a shit, but... Like, well, you do care for But him. there's a few characters. Right. Harvey Keitel's character. But in the I moment, see him go But for in it. the moment when the first time you watch this movie, did it like what like did it piss you off? Like, what the fuck is this? So, like yeah. I was enjoying this movie. <laughs> Kinda. Imagine you're like on you, a first date and you yeah. you could buy one ticket to Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. And uh you're watching a movie with your girlfriend, you're like, I'm gonna get a thing of popcorn and take a piss. And then you come back. You come back and, and there's just absolute chaos yeah. and brown She's a vampire. Yeah, and then it's not like what and it's like, what the hell happened in this movie? So, do you think this movie in the long run was better in the fact that it took that turn? Because we we would not be talking about it now. It would just have been a good movie. I think this is jarring. It is. It's just, I think there's such a, you can't, you've invested 45 minutes already. You're yeah. Not, so, turn, most movies that I turn off, I've, I've watched for five, six minutes, right? Yeah. You're like, this not, is crap. I'm not turning a movie off after 45 minutes that I think is actually pretty damn good. Yeah. And all of a sudden just turns into a vampire movie. Yeah, the last 45 minutes, I'm like, what the there, yeah, there was but, a point in high school where we literally were just rewinding that scene to watch the transition. We used every, to watch one of every our day, just basements. cracking up. One of our friends' basements, I think, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights were just yeah. Our, 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 like we scheduled out. Like, did you do your homework? Right. And okay. then let's go watch the And tomorrow. the magic behind we this did watch it a lot is there's this great Mexican band that has not stopped playing the entire time, and when all the vampires were like starting to turn, somehow, some way. They must have been great engineers. In a matter of twenty seconds, they turned. They turned a few of the, uh, I guess, the people who were drinking the there, the victims, into actual musical instruments. So is it the victims? So, I don't know if it is. It they already have that. Yeah, but it they, happens. They, quick. they don't it show you so quick. It so so they I don't even sh- marked it one hour and two minutes and thirty eight seconds, which is so upsetting because. <laughs> They Which put, is how much they, I care about this fucking wait, wait, scene because they they put this so much thesis. they put so much masters. put so much effort into creating a legitimate wait, be, body band because it if you guys notice once the the second half of the movie the band is one of like the main characters they oh, keep they going like back times. to the fucking band to the point where like I know how the band I know how the corpse guitar is they're the framed. most they're so, the most violent so vampires there's a all. there's a leg they're kamikaze zombies there's a leg shoved up into the torso yes and, and what's there's at the a bottom? head there's a yes. head shaking at the yes. end and they've used like strings and ligaments to make like the cord like that and somehow it, I don't know how you even tune a vein or an artery or whatever to even make it sounds good but it's like I was like it's, oh my god but so when you're watching this movie it's good 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 Mayhem breaks out. You're like, oh, a corpse band? A corpse guitar? Yeah, the most shocking thing was he was on his third fret playing C sharp. No, it's... Yeah. It's like... It's insane. It's it's legit music playing out of the speakers with human body parts. (laughs) I mean, No pun intended. They did not skip a beat or a chord. They just kept going. Was it like the Guitar Center? I hope so. I'd rather that. At least a Spirit Halloween. Now, you mentioned... Ooh, yeah. Hey, Spirit, come out with that. Spirit Halloween, come out with a corpse Corpse guitar. guitar. You you would totally buy that. No. That wall space. No, definitely buy a corpse guitar. And you wouldn't be upset by that, would you? Brad, you mentioned like this is a... 
in your personal top vampire movie. Oh, definitely. Now, there are some vampire experts out there. Please give us some feedback. Is it a thing for vampires just to self-combust if they don't want to live anymore? Well, that's because he says like "fuck you, everybody, good night." It explodes because they can didn't put up a fight. Is that part of can, is that canon? Can vampires do that? Is that vampire canon? They do keep up with the cross works, right? He's yeah. a kamikaze they zombie. They but literally tell you they stake through the heart them. works, and they were going through this all together. Like what? Oh, like kills them. You know what also got me laughing? But they can just, I didn't all know they could just make themselves explode. Someone wrote this. They got hard bodies. Quentin Tarantino wrote this entire, what we're talking about. And yeah. it's it's all over the place. And that's, like, in a good way. But Quentin Tarantino wrote all of this. Wasn't he, like, Doesn't a video store now. clerk? Yeah, I think so. I started Wikipedia him, and then I was like, this is a waste of time. Yeah, this has got him, this got him, like, he got to quit his but job. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, he was like a video store. And, he, 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 and he had a couple, he had a strip, what what the fuck is his famous Did you say he had a strip club? Early on? You know the, oh, uh, no. the titty twister. The he, titty he, twister. This is why we have him on, because he keeps going back to the titty twister. He loves, he's keeping us on track. He loves to twist titties. It's crazy. <laughs> what is it, usual, what's that usual suspect or? No, uh, uh, Reservoir. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. I think the script to that got him got him going. Well, it did, yeah. It did, absolutely. But, but he was this still, is probably the probably the film that really set him apart. What do you think? What do you think he what do you think he thinks of this film today? Well, here's the my, loves it. Was this a horror movie for him? But you said that was not his idea at all. So he actually has horror under his genre because no other movie he did after this was yeah. like a horror movie, was yeah. it? The first half is very Tarantino esque. So yeah. all right, so we Great talk about story. everyone. They, they you know pretty much the vampires go because Richie Richie's the uh, is Quentin Tarantino if I'm yeah. yeah Richie he gets earlier on in the beginning again we're not talking about a lot of this because just watch it's good yeah. um, he gets shot in the hand and his hand gets stabbed by Cheech or Cheech's like sidekick the, the real big monkey man yeah monkey man right the one that Fred Wilmson just punched right through the chest and punched his heart out yeah. and so love it Salma Hayek she sees the blood she starts to suck on it Chaos ensues. Hundreds of hundreds of men are just killed, slaughtered, slaughtered. Bats come in, and oddly enough, George Clooney. Clo- well, somehow George Clooney, Harvey Keitel, Julia Lewis, um, <laughs> they become uh, experts. They all vampires. become experts. <laughs> they literally have a conversation. <laughs> so, Sex all, machine. All Ross. these all these vampires turned so quick, and then Harvey Te- Harvey Keitel, the former preacher, so he's, <laughs> he pulls him aside. No. They're going to turn within the hour. <laughs> I think he says, I probably have a good 23 minutes. How the hell does he know 23 minutes? You can feel it coursing through his Does he have an internal clock that's it telling does. you? And what was Is so, that part of vampire lore too? And what was so funny it was the way his son was killed. <laughs> You remember? I guess they have superhuman, Help superhuman me. strength that you can just rip the, uh, rip uh, humans apart. Kill me, Kate. He's like, kill me. <laughs> kill me. And she shoots him with a revolver and he explodes. Doesn't he explode? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're forgetting that just he killed them. They exploded. Did he kill them all? He kills his dad first. Dude, my favorite though was him running around. He's got a squirt gun filled with his holy water. His dad that finds God halfway through. Oh, Danny, so. Danny Treasure was a vampire just whipped that guy's Was that a super soaker? It was a super soaker. You can't condoms filled with holy oh, water. Oh, yeah. Actually, that, that, that brings me to a question. Because there's a, there's a... I mean, we're going <laughs> to go back and condoms? forth in this episode. But if you, had an, if you were in behind that closed door and you had, what, 23 minutes like Harvey Keitel so soon? Yeah. You had to open up all of those uh, supplies... Which weapon would you have taken if you were which of uh, which character? Which I don't know because if you looked in the super soaker box, there's a good thirty or forty super soakers. Fill all those motherfuckers. George Clooney had definitely the worst. Couldn't Dumb, agree with you. Yeah, dumbest agree. weapon of the movie. Like it's 
I like, how do you wield that thing? <laughs> he definitely would have died. I like how he's like whipping it around. He's like, dun, 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 dun. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's badass. But I think. Honestly, the minister's weapon yeah, is the cross. The cross. The cross. The cross, the cross shotgun. The, the cross shotgun. Totally cool. You can't go wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, but you run out of ammo. But the cross keeps them away. Keeps yeah, them away. It, it yields yeah. them off. Yeah, it's like you have an infinite it. force field. I think yes. the, the ammo's an issue, though. The, uh, yo, what if yeah. they found a hose and they. Wait, how did they fill the. First off, okay, let's back up. How did they fill the condoms? Did they have like a hose they or something? They, well, they the show that scene. But they was a creature. He blessed them. You're right, because yeah, that's the wouldn't he just be standing yeah. right next to it while like while it's like I would have just doused myself. He was an ordained minister. Like, I just want to be wet. You bless my water. Well, he was an ordained minister, which you know, I am wait. an ordained minister now. That's so bless my water. Congratulations, Brad is an ordained minister. That's holy water now. Nice. Yep. So we could we we could kill vampires. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a vampire. We could oh. kill vampires, right? Is that possible now? Because of your powers, I uh, I can't give up all my secrets. That's crazy that Brad has these powers. All right, so after... Wait, uh, this is good. So what's the other weapon? There's the super soaker. There's the, the condoms, crossbow. crossbow the jagger Oh, thingy. a jackhammer with a edge no, of a table? Yeah, Chris. It's perfectly fit. Is there another one? Uh, super soaker, the shotgun. That's it. No, that's it. Or, or you could just be Fred Williamson, and he just throws the vampires onto the bottom of a table. No, he just tears his heart out. He just punches his heart I out. I mean, the guy has the best I like it. He goes, he definitely uh, does. He throws them off one. All two, in all. Three, four. The fourth one, he's like, Actually, I have a, awesome I have a question characters. for you guys. Who did it better? The heart rip. Uh, our dude, whatever Fred, his Fred name Williamson. is. Frost. Or Jim Carrey. Oh. Uh... Fred Williamson because he put a pencil in it. At the end. That is that's a good. Yeah, I love that answer. Yeah. Anything you got to say to me? He's like he's still alive on the ground. Yeah, I'm gonna say to them. And they're they're so figuring out like, wait, the heart is I like, connected. They're like, and then isn't it Tom Savini? He's just like, I like how he goes. In, I like how he goes <laughs> into his nom story, and like the the like and the I, fingers are like the vampires calling it's on. One of the best like, monologues. My favorite is, my favorite is <laughs> what he says right before though. He starts like telling like he's told he's like and to this day Tom Savini changed. Yeah. He turned into a werewolf. He bit werewolf. me! Yeah, yeah, but the phenomenal. Bomb. He goes, the bomb it went off right beside me. That's why I'm so pretty. <laughs> and this guy smokes cigars the whole time. And if I could explain this movie, if it helped me, like, the first half, this is really intense. The second half, I was laughing my fucking balls off. Yeah, that's true. I was that's fucking true. laughing. That's I was yeah. thinking... I was actually amazing. cracking up because well- it wasn't, like... It, I wasn't upset. I was kind of like, but I knew other people were upset. But for me personally, it's always been my dream to like, like you make a masterpiece and then you just totally fuck it up. Yeah, and then you're right. like, yeah, let's just let's just make this garbage. Wait, so I thought but it about was this. so Connor. funny the way it was done on the second hand. So I thought about this last night, and I, I'll never forget. And I hope if anyone has millions of dollars out there and can make this film, make it happen. But you always set the scene up where. You create this beautiful drama. Yes. There's a scene at the end of the movie, maybe a, a wife and a husband linking together, hugging in a field, crying. They haven't seen each other in so long. Yeah. And suddenly, the husband looks at her yeah. and says, Honey, my planet needs me. Exactly. And he just disappears. <laughs> and just, and just Wait, there's like, no what? context no, up to that no. point? No. So, like, imagine Gladiator. Remember what a great movie Gladiator yeah. was? Oh, yeah. And, like, it was so good. Like, what if Russell Crowe, like, right before the end scene, 
was kind of like, my planet now needs me. And then he just like shoots Shit. off into space. So and everyone's like, what up. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> everyone's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> the, the return line at the fucking you'd Regal a, would be like, uh, I, I just need you'd my have, money back. I you'd have so many upset movie. people because like I was all in on that movie. Oh, my well, God. Look, I need closure. I I need, all, yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, why would you just <laughs> It's almost like they ruined this movie for their own is, uh, is amusement. There a, is there a sequel? Like, I just don't... If Andy, if Andy Kaufman created a movie, it'd be like, let's make it like, really, really good, but then let's just trash it. They're, they're, the they're trying to critically <laughs> analyze the movie. <laughs> and I want to laugh. And that's what it was. Yeah. But to me, I thought this was the best explanation of sick, that movie. You're a sick SOB. Yeah, but we would not be talking about that movie if it was just a good heist movie now. And I was like, oh, this is a horror movie that's now. True. Well, and I think that's what they did. So I would you ever go back to the titty twister? Yes, absolutely. absolutely yeah. Would Dude, you definitely would, go back? Builds? I would go back. It seemed to me for some reason I felt like were, were they not planning on attacking people that night if it hadn't been for Quentin Tarantino's in the uh, blood hand? No, well, it turns into that every single night. Yeah, that was well, the, well, hold on. So at the end, maybe that was the night. night they needed once. I was talking to Brad about this earlier, but like that last scene when it zooms out, what the fuck was that? I didn't really get it. Oh, understand. it's like a whole temple. Of vampire. It looks like an Aztec. Yeah, that's exactly. that's temple. exactly the point. That's exactly the point. Well, you can't have a second or third installment if there wasn't like. I think they, the they, they were just they were setting up a sequel, sacrificing. Yeah. You ever hear like everyone that, that, that was going into that bar? Watch. What yeah, do they that call was very that? Like, easy to understand. You ever see that image or like that that uh, prim- what's it the um, the poster with like the, the ice the ice um, an iceberg, Chris? An iceberg, yeah. Thank you. There you go. Jeez, an iceberg, and you only see the, you only see the tip of the iceberg. You're talking about Titanic? Well, no, it's just a general in, in most things. He's asking you. So, like the internet, you only the dark see a web, part. Of, you, know, you only see a portion, see a part, a portion of the of the uh, iceberg. Yeah, meme like success, and then underneath it's like correct all Drama. the things that make up success. I think that's like that's supposed to be a visual interpretation of that. Like everybody wants to go to the titty twister, but they don't realize what's underneath all that crap. You know, Shit. all those vampires. Chris, that was fucking deep, dude. Deep, dude. Right? Chris usually does a deep dive. That's deep. Something that's about deep. This. I do that stuff. But I I, I'm just going to keep it surf, surface level. I'm very mature, unlike the, the three of you. Mature. Mature. Right, if I had to say anything. If I had to say I mean, any- at first I thought they were just birds. <laughs> it's not birds. <laughs> oh, yeah. This movie's got some lines in it. Oh. Great characters, though. I, I, it's one of those things where, like, honestly... Each character has like such like an over the top personality. Who was your so, favorite? Oh, who would you say was your favorite character? I mean, over the top. The Asian kid didn't have an over the top personality. Yeah, no, he was. I'm gonna go tell the cops, dude. His kill scene was great. He got ripped apart. Actually, I didn't see that coming the first time. Around. <laughs> his kill scene was so fucking. Oh, dramatic. Harvey Keitel. Harvey. Sex, so Sex Machine and Fred Williamson were born Just for this so role. Good. Right. I think I, I still love him. I gotta say, I now. think I don't think George Clooney. I think he he's a great awesome. actor. I do. I don't think he would be where he is today without this. Without this movie. Wow. Yeah. This is actually because I think this put him on the. He's a. He's you put a him good, in a Tarantino film. He's a good actor. Yeah. He was and awesome. In this. You actually like as for as bad of a guy as he is. Yeah. Because he's not supposed. Yeah, to Yeah. Be he a becomes good. team. Okay, they're not vampires. He's. It's like look, like I don't, I don't, I wouldn't hang out with you guys in our normal day. Yeah. But like I'm here to, I'm here to hunt well, vampires. So didn't uh, Brad? Didn't you say? Um, there were some other A-list actors that were interested in this role or were approached. Yeah, yeah. You had like Steve Buscemi. You had... Like John Travolta. John Travolta. There, I mean, there was a huge... And so these dudes passed. And honestly, I think I'm like, dude, Steve Buscemi in that role would have been perfect. It would be fucking I can see him killer. Now. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh, him as the Gecko brother? 
Yeah, he, he would have yeah. been awesome. Lance yeah, gonna kill some yeah. vampires. But I gotta say, or like, I, I can see Travolta doing. I could have. Like, you owe me a sausage McMuffin. <laughs> like I'm not like, oh, I love this George Clooney. <laughs> I'm like, I love this George Clooney movie. This is the most memorable George Clooney movie for me, because oh, yeah. it was the best role he's ever been in. Oh yeah, he, yeah, it was he's he, great. I like. Ooh. He's, a, he's a badass. Yo, this list, and I like one of the things he says in the movie. He says it twice, I think. He promises. This says, my kind of party. You have my word. He said, "If you if you if you listen to everything I say, you will make it out alive. You have my word." And he actually is wrong both times. Exactly. <laughs> he is. He. he neither good. one of the time. Like the the woman. Yeah. The woman that they first capture that's in the trunk. Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino, which is the, the creepiest part of the movie with him. <laughs> he's like, you want to come over here and watch TV on the bed with me? Sit on my bed with me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, come on. And he he, he taps the bed roll like, like, as if he's like a real nice guy. And then he gets back. A bloodbath. It's an absolute bloodbath. I don't. It I keeps don't flashing back. He's flashing. And he's yeah. Richie. What's wrong with you? This is not how it's done. This is not how I'm a professional he has a code. thief. He has this a code. is not how it's done. Yeah. I mean, he's a sicko, and he actually yeah. wrote that for himself. He's going to be that character. That's yeah. Kinda, <laughs> oh my. I mean, there's something wrong with Quentin Tarantino in a way. <laughs> not, I'm not to not not to knock the guy. Yeah, he makes great movies. To think, but to think of that is yeah. that's what he wanted his character to be. Yeah. Well, it, there's so much levels of like, oh, well, the professional thief. Oh, he's like a sexual assault dude. Sexual then, assault thief. But, but then they all kind of mold together when they realize there's vampires. Oh, it could be worse. You could be one of yeah. those. Well, wouldn't yeah, you get yeah. together with That's the survivors? Is, yeah. va- if you, if, they I'll stay team together you at the end. Vampires, you know, I'd kill you all three. It's actually a really interesting happen. question. Not to get too political, but if aliens, like just from the pandemic, it was like a really good social experiment to see like if we can come together for anything. But, excuse me, I'm burping. If aliens came down and like fucking took over, yeah, would we able to ban? Do you think all Americans would come together and band against? When I feel like there would be like, well, we don't fight those type of aliens. You know, you know. Well, you know, actually, you said it was uh, political. Actually, uh, presidents have said that before. Actually, Reagan said that. I've, I've just heard this on a random quote. It's kind of like, well, yeah, if shit really did hit the fan. I mean, you saw it in the movie Independence Day. You'd hope we'd all kind of come together. Yeah, and yeah. but the pandemic makes you think otherwise, right? I mean, no, like, but like, dude, I like not to bring this. Vampires up, don't like, wear a mask, though. That's like, the problem. We just we just passed we just passed the the holiday of nine eleven. Suck. Everybody came together after that thing. Uh, like, uh, what was it? Was that line? That. You know thing. what they say about me? I suck. I suck. <laughs> so, Cheech Marin. All in all, oh, that was him too. Yeah, no, that's uh, his third character. I would say, all in all, he's motherfucker broke my hand. All in all, this is a great movie, but we do. Are, are we at the rating scale yet? Are we even doing that? Not quite yet. I didn't think so. I'm no. glad because there's so there's much to still, to still unpack, unpack with this movie. Yeah. So, I would say though, with my back to my question, who your like, who your favorite character was in this yeah. movie? I would say, like, character you liked. No, I just favorite. Like, if you had to be in that situation of all the survivors of the very end, who would who would you be? George, George Clooney. <laughs> he gets away with all the money. He's still, hey, come on. Yeah. Yeah. George Clooney. Well, the titty twister ended up in flames yeah. as they're going away, just like the first scene of the movie. That remember that uh, that liquor store. Oh yeah. Yeah, so it kind of ended the same way. Yep. And that's a that's a vintage. You know, actually, they actually I, had to rebuild that. Yeah. Right? A bunch of bats rebuild it. That's what they did. They all flew together. (laughs) Yeah, he's right. Actually, yeah, that's a lot of teamwork. That's so so many bats. Bats. 
Bats work. They have sonar. They just they they communicate well. That's so many bats to rebuild a huge bar. Like, you know what's crazy? As so big like, as the Diddy Twitch. So no, there were vampires at night. Now, the vampire, they worked 24 the hours. Out, they all got they got our, now, our, 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 our hats on. Are they minions? Yeah, they're just like, oh, we got to go. Up. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Tom, pass me a beer. Now, out, outside of horror... Brad is one of the biggest superhero, especially Batman fans I've ever met. I like You're the one who told me that George Clooney, because all the bats in that movie, inspired him to be the next Batman. Is that true? You, you, I mean, you told me that, right? Yeah, I, he was just high one night. I just, I want to, I want to quote you that on that horrible. to say that's what got him. Can you just Batman and Robin? That's a, that's a horrible. George, George Clooney was the worst Batman. <laughs> Shit. Al, Al Comer was pretty bad. Yeah, like, George Clooney was he had a like bad the nipples and yeah, they had like the hard nipples. Yeah, he, like he needs <laughs> to be at the Diddy Twister. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode six of uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, we're, we're just going to mold right into the next uh, George Clooney Batman. So, subscribers just, just nosedive. <laughs> so, um, actually, one thing that I did learn about this movie um, is that uh, Quentin Tarantino wrote this movie to be in the same universe as the rest of his movies that he wrote. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. So, I think at the time, the only thing he had under his belt was Reservoir Dogs. But future movies were meant to... I, I don't know. I don't remember. They all. The, they all, it's all kind of. Canon, I don't remember yeah. the name of the burger place that, that George Clooney goes yeah. to. Uh, tasty Burger. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Mind if I have some of this Tasty Burger? No, it's some of this Tasty Drink to wash it down. Is that Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> you a smart motherfucker. That's right. Oh, okay. we got a little Family Guy there. That's right. Well, well that sounded like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Two Samuel, different movies. Samuel L. Here. Capital One guy. Right. <laughs> Everyone knows him just from Capital One. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they know him from a lot of Are you saying I know Samuel Jackson from Capital One? Well, what other movies is he in? Samuel Jackson? I'm just kidding with you guys. Shut He's up. in Pulp Fiction. Snakes on a Plane. Well, we know who yeah, your uh, first sponsor is. Paul Rudd? Capital One. Oh, Capital One. Paul Rudd. They rejected us. Capital One. Yeah, they've been dropped by some of the major networks. We've been dropped by some of the big credit cards recently. Yeah, what's going on. The big five, as we call them. It's because of our. It's a lot of controversy surrounding our uh, our spooky meter. Yeah. And our grading. It's patent pending. Uh, we got a lot of lawyers on this. A lot of suits and ties. A lot of suits and ties. It's stressful. It's stressful. You, you probably would have known this if you had watched episode one through four, but you probably didn't. We really hit it on episode three. Like that's where I really learned about your your the uh, the legal uh, ramifications. If uh, this, the mumbo jumbo, uh, you know the jargon. Yeah. Uh, you know, I concur. So the movie has a sixty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think? Do you think that's accurate? What do you give it? Uh, and I, yeah. I, again, I don't know what that really means. I think it's positive, it depends on who wanted to watch this movie. But what, like, would you, what would you give it, not knowing that? Um, I would say I would put in like the seventy yeah. percent based off my own personal. Yeah, as entertained this, the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. Held up. I was it was entertaining this the entire time. This really time. held up. Well. It just entertained me for two different reasons. Yeah. Is what it was. Yeah. I agree. Connor's at seventy. I would say sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> You need to grow up, dude. Smelly pussy, diggy pussy, hairy pussy. <laughs> he actually was good here. Chicken pussy. Chicken pussy. No, he is working so hard to get people into <laughs> that bar. There, there's like comics in New York I'd City like, who try to, like, try to get I'm people in. to come in. Like, that, that's who you want out there just trying to sell pussy. <laughs> but it's funny. The whole, apparently, though, Danny Trejo, as the bartender, says this is catered to like trucks and truck drivers. Like, yeah, no, I have that. I think they're just going to come in regardless anyway. You don't need to say every yeah, type of pussy that's in there. Only <laughs> truck driver. Like, they're holding some type yeah, of I code. Can, I can see one right now. It goes, they have did morals. you say chicken pussy? That's yeah. not I thought, oh, of, I thought I mean, about that. Yeah, he, Danny Trejo's like, you can't come in here. It's like, wait a minute, you're trying to feed on people's blood. These are patrons. Don't you want them here? 
Like every customer. Oh, only like, truck driver blood? I don't, yeah, I agree. I it's the best. Saying. It's fatty. It's got. I love how the, the minister not, reasons it, it with Danny Trevesi. You're, you're correct. There were holes in this that they never quite really <laughs> yeah. explained. Oh, I think maybe we would have to watch number two so or three. So I, I think we've, we've given away a lot, but there's a lot to unpack. So it's like, I, I think. No, you got to see it for yourself. The best way to put it, yeah, I, I don't even want to give away the ending as to who survives. Yeah. I just want to say, sure. it's like we, we've said it, I think, throughout it, but right. it's just, just watch it. I would, and I'd say watch it end to end. Like yeah. you just the forty, the last forty five minutes actually need the first forty five minutes. I think to be a good movie because right. you get to know who the characters are, sure, and, and in a way care about them, even though you you don't truly care. It's like I don't want to see Juliette Lewis die. I don't want to see her Asian brother die. I don't want to see Harvey Keitel die. Yeah, kind of want to see George Clooney die, but like, but he becomes team. But human. he's like he's good. So I, yeah, I don't want to see any of these guys die and. So it's in yeah. That weren't regard, you saying you like sent me a cry emoji? After are you, you getting the are movie? you getting emotional? I just I just like I get it. I like Chris. Chris. It's because we're brothers and there's brothers in that movie. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah, very, He was an ugly vampire though, wasn't he? he but like George George he looked Cl- like um not uh. <laughs> I like how George Clooney's very comforted. Yeah. Of Quentin Tarantino goes, put in your retainer. Oh, I got your glasses for you. He's he still really takes good care. That's of That's me. That's what that's yeah. Chris and I are going to be like that in I don't know thirty so, years. So which of you would be Richie and which of you would be Seth? So Seth is George Clooney. Yes. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm definitely Seth. I'm Seth. No, Chris is definitely tall and creepy. Interesting. No one wants to be Richie the sex offender. Speaking of which, though, uh, Kareem, do you want to come over there and sit on the bed with me? <laughs> yeah, the little pat. It's like yeah. such a nice creep. He's thing. such a creep. And the next scene is just her brains splatted where, where, on the on the hotel wall. He says, where's the hostage? She, she, she's in the room. If, like, I, all right, if I had to be one character in this whole movie, it would be uh, the Asian son. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He looked like him. <laughs> he just... So the first time we see the... So he's he's on the bed in the hotel room, just nicely strumming on... Which you? You play the guitar a little bit. He's strumming on the guitar. Not really, but sure. George Clooney and, uh, or Richie and Seth, they come in, and you see they hold the gun in, in, his, in, mouth. The, in his mouth. It's just so traumatic. Yeah, that was wild, right? And, you know, I had this reaction. Actually, I wrote it down. Like, when that happened... So, like, George Clooney is telling the minister, like, you know, you better not fucking go anywhere. And then, like, uh, you know, Richie just has the gun in this little kid's mouth. And I just started cracking up on my couch, like, late at night watching this. And I don't know about you guys, but you were talked about it a little bit in the Terrifier episode. But do you ever feel like it's just horror is, like too much to deal with emotionally and you just laugh like why is that why do we just laugh no, this movie was so over the top man it was like it was like yeah but you there was think, so much blood well, think of it, like, if there was a vampire if, there was, if, if vampires started to take over right if they existed do you truly believe they're going to be like that was it Edward from Twilight no I, I would rather if, if vampires are going to try and take over honestly I'd rather be Dust Till Dawn style you know, just pure oh. chaos. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I'm. I, I don't know. I'm going blade it's just, style. It's like too. It's just too so chaotic. You're like scared, but you don't know how to react. So you, the reaction is just to crack yeah. and the and fuck and up. And if I'm dying, I'm dying at a place like the Teddy Twister. Well, and that's the thing. Probably. Or the clubhouse. That's yeah, the probably gonna die there. Anyway. The Wait, what did you just say? Your funeral arrangements <laughs> were. Uh, just the clubhouse. <laughs> Which they haven't dropped the sponsor yet. If anybody doesn't, nobody realizes this. The best they do. Um, uh, the I, clubhouse bar and grill also has a giant temple attached to the back of it, just like 
They don't tell people that. Oh. It's kind of just flies under the radar, Brad. Oh, my bad. Connor has like a will stash in his basement in a little security box, and it says, well, "Upon my death, just throw me on a pool table the at, at the clubhouse." I guess what the way I look at death is, this. and a coupon we're, for we're free pizza gonna, for life. We're all gonna die, right? Yeah. Most of us want to die. The nor- like, oh, I want to live to a hundred. But if you're gonna die, the most like, all right, there's bad ways to die, right? There are. There's yeah. sucky ways to, you know, you, you die of you die of car car accident. You we don't die. need to go into tragic ways but you I'm, can die. Uh, yeah, you we like, understand. You could be killed by a vampire. But my point being is, like, wouldn't uh-huh. you want to just say at the end of the day, like, oh yeah, what happened to uh, Kareem? Oh, you didn't hear? <laughs> he was like he was massively killed by a, a vampire in a titty twisted bar. You what? I want to know more about that. It makes me think. What's the coolest death in this movie? That's a good question. The best death. Best yeah. death. Yeah, I not, actually have. I, I have some good kills have, in this movie. I'll go last. Uh, the best death in this. The rat death is pretty good. Which one's that? The one where uh, Tom Savini's head gets ripped off by with the whip, and he becomes the rat. <laughs> that. And cool. then she yeah. shoots him twice. I thought with it was the a bullets. werewolf. No, the best death is. He's a giant rat. I thought it was a werewolf. The best right, we'll death. The best death is Fred <laughs> Williamson <laughs> when they shove the shotgun through his. Shotgun oh, best death. Yeah, and then they pump. He's, he's still he's still it. killing people. I have to agree. That's that, great. That was, that was a great scene. All right. So what? So are yours? Yeah. What do you think is death? Um. Well, I, I guess it was uh, on the first half of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I liked uh, uh, not, the cop in the very beginning when you know just came from behind and just shot him. No, I'm just kidding. Nice that clean was, execution. <laughs> I, was like, I, I, I like a clean kill. This episode's over. <laughs> As he just motions, executed someone. We've been canceled. No, uh, I, it was. I love just a chaotic scene. I like when Fred Williamson just threw four vampires onto the bottom of it. Yeah, that's, oh, cool. that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Too. And then the, the final one splattered. He was like appalled by it. it was like, like, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Kareem, um, what is your favorite death? Uh, um... That turned me on a little bit. I agree with Connor. My favorite death is from the first uh, half of the movie. Jesus. It's the clerk at oh, the that's store a good, that's a good one. that oh, the cop yeah. is talking to. Oh, he he gets fire. fucking Molotov cocktail with a paper towel roll. No, he kicks falls, the into the, falls into the alcohol, burns alive, gets up, tries to make a run for it. Falls into the popcorn stand and starts popping fucking popcorn. Well, you mentioned that. I didn't know what you were that is, talking that is an ama- about. That that's an amazing they, yeah. scene. That's a good one. I like that. And that really gets the end of the movie. Because you don't have any idea that's coming. Either. Have you ever seen someone die making pop, ma- popping their own popcorn? I've never seen any other idea. skin roasts. Yes. <laughs> you asked. So what do you? All right. So we're gonna go back over. The, we're Awkward. gonna go back over this the scale, right? That's the super the spooky meter. So we're gonna yeah. say let's let's rate it in two different ways, right? Let's rate the first half of the movie. Yes. <laughs> One through four. And then we make an average. And then we'll piss. Just, so the all right. So the first the first half of the movie, first forty five minutes of the movie. Wait, would you say it's not uh, spookless? Not too spooky. Spooky or way too spooky? We're doing a double feature here, so it's you two films. Is that, yeah. You kind of have to actually. I'll go no, over the rating again. Right. That's so. I, I need to take a piss really bad. You're well, gonna, you're gonna wait, wait. So go over the, go over the ratings. He's trying to get, he's trying right. to get out of this. So Chris, all right, let the worst is spookless. Yeah, means it has five, no, five, five. there's no, there's no spookiness to it. No spookiness. Let's just be honest with it. it. The first 45 minutes are spookless. Just, just really. It's good, not though. a scary movie. It's, it's, it's really good. Oh, I disagree. I think it is a little spooky. All right. Well, we're gonna, we don't care about what? that. You're a titty twister, uh, you know, user. So I don't get to comment. I don't get to measure the first half of the movie. Yeah, but you no. think it's spooky? I don't know the the, the right, scale. Yeah. 
right, Spookless is, is the worst. And you call nothing. yourself a super and fan. And it sucks. And <laughs> Spookless, there's no element. I listened to three or four episodes. Spookless, there's no element of anything being right. scary. And okay. it, in the movie itself, fear, sucks. Okay. You know, not too spooky. It's 25% spooky. Okay. And there's not too spooky, which has maybe a moment. What's going to, ooh, catch okay. off guard. Okay. And maybe it's kind of entertainment. And then there's spooky, which is, okay, yeah. maybe for its time it could have been. Yeah. And it's good. <laughs> I've given that. And then there's very spooky, which I'm is very the hard. First to hit. half, not too spooky. I'm giving the second half spooky. Spooky. Okay. Wow, that's even generous in of itself. Yeah, but Chris, I go would, for it. I would say uh, first half, first half is spookless. Yep. Not in a bad way. No, I'm not giving it a bad. It wasn't a horror it's good. movie. It's it wasn't good. a horror movie. It's a good spookless movie. Yeah, yeah. The I'll be back. second, the I'll be back. <laughs> well, we've lost. He's going to the titty twister again. This guy, we can't keep him out of any strip club at all. Did somebody go hey, his Listen, ones? listen. He's a sicko. Listen, uh, creeps and creatures. This guy. Talks about the titty twister way too much. He talks about the titty twister more than Brad talks about the Jeepers Creepers monster. Well, I think we should just let him go upstairs and just guys, watch he, that scene guys, again. Oh, he's not coming. My, back. My, not, my stuff last it. week was just shtick. You know how gamblers? That was just you know how gamblers go in for hours. Yes, that's he's, him. He's done. He says he'll be back in a minute. He's he'll he'll be back in never. Yeah. Exactly. By the way, if you have a gambling problem, please dial one eight hundred Gambler. That's right. No, but anyway, I think he put it in his input. I'm just gonna say this as a movie as a whole. Uh, it was not spooky. Mm-mm. Very entertaining. Need to watch it because it does fall into the horror category. Yeah. To me, it's a cult classic. Yeah. Watch it. You're never going to be you're scared. Laugh. If you're like a vampire enthusiast and like this is not, yeah, it does not like check the boxes for everyone. Then it's not for you. But I'm going to say it's entertaining. Uh, Listen, it was it, not bad. Yeah. If you like some over the top, like it's over the top. Let's just not over the top with Sylvester Sloan because. That would just be epic. But this movie is over the top, yeah. and it's fun. It's not one of those where you're sitting there and be like, ah, i got to shut this off. It's like, no, I want to see what's going to happen next, because the last thing I thought was so ridiculous it might be outdone, and it does. Yeah. It does yeah. get, yeah. I'd say first it's half spookless, spookless, second half, not too spooky. Not too spooky. No. It's cool. Almost spooky, but it's cool. It's it's because totally watching. Like it. It's movie a cult to, definitely a cult. I would watch. It's I can watch yeah. it over and over mm-hmm. again. It holds up. It's like a fine um, liquor, like a tequila, like mm. they want, like they drink. We like it, to pair our movies mm. with a certain drink, yeah. and this is definitely a tequila Mexico type of vibe. Yeah, the whole movie. The way that George Clooney, I'm not a big hard liquor guy, right? But the but, way that he downs tequila or bourbon or anything. it was whiskey and then tequila it's like it's some something point. something with his attitude Terramana? his anger towards rocks. life and everything going on in the movie towards the second half yeah. like I would need a hard drink like that guy too so Brad, Brad, rec- Brad similar to like uh, Mad Men these movies do a good job of getting you to just it's that vice like yeah. Mad Men you just want to like smoke a cigarette and have a you're gonna die soon same with this movie it hey. makes you want to go to a strip club well, well I mean what would you what would I mean I'm <laughs> not gonna we're not gonna get too much into it but like what, what would you do if you just found out you're about to die from vampires like you'd probably want to take a few shots too right and then and then carve a uh, out of with a a jackhammer and a piece of like a, a leg t- a table leg I would have done the exact same thing the same dude I'd have a drink of tequila so I'd live stream Brad uh, tell us what tequila you have I'm drinking The Rock's favorite Terramana tequila. Is that his tequila? This is his tequila. Oh, nice. I haven't had that yet. Terramana. <laughs> Although He's... he doesn't come to my mind at all. Watch the XFL, Zoa, and Terramana. The Rock is so happy. 
Even if like there's yeah, no, no one's that Dust positive Till, in life. I hope they remake Dust Till Dawn. You also just see him on social media. You know? Yeah, he's yeah. got to have his bad days. I want to see his bad days. Yeah, he needs to start posting videos of him not working out and just like a bad moment. Right. I want to see him like, like just shut taking the fuck a, up, taking a big shit. Yeah. Yeah, or him being bothered when he's just like trying to be on the toilet. I'm doing a video here. Would yeah. you stop banging on the door? Right. Daddy's trying <laughs> to, to his poop. kids. <laughs> so, uh, all right, we're not gonna just. It's just tequila. Give me the dirtiest, nasty tequila. That's what you're going to pair with this movie. My but personal opinion. Is this is not a scary movie. There's a dead movie. bug in it. It's not a scary movie. Yeah. Uh, no, I... It's I, entertaining. It's a vampire This is something movie. polished because in the end you still get that little bite. No, it's not that's spooky, like, This one's good. good. Anyways, I would, I would definitely... We would definitely... You need to watch definitely it. recommend this movie. It's from 96, but it holds up to this day. Hell I mean, yeah. it's one of those... You could watch it annually. If this was on Fear Fest every year, I'd make sure Absolutely. I'd take PTO from my day to watch this movie. Yeah. Great movie. Not scary, but very entertaining. So this is way too spooky. It. Creeps and Creatures. Thank you so much. Episode 5. We have Kareem. We have Brad. Yeah. Connor and myself. Thank you so much. And here's, to, here's some hard tequila. To the best 90-minute movie. movie ever, Walking Tall. That's right. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Well, cream. Oof. <laughs>